So it's been eight months since coronavirus first hit. And that really changed the game, not only for a lot of businesses, but also from a marketing point of view. Since that time, we've not only had to pivot our own business, but help a lot of our students pivot theirs. And having hundreds of hours of testing and what works best right now, spending tens and thousands of dollars on marketing, I can honestly say the best way to attract new clients in this new era is through online events. It not only is the most effective, but the most lucrative if you get it right. Welcome to Marketing Made Easy with Cham Tang. Our mission is to help you create a successful business you love. So let's get started now with your host, Cham Tang. So welcome to today's podcast episode. My name is Cham Tang, the co-founder of Authentic Education, and my mission here is to help you create a successful business you love with marketing, mindset, and business tips that work. If you want to follow along, you can get all the show notes at www.authentic.com.au forward slash easy six, E-A-S-Y six, because this is episode six of Marketing Made Easy. So let's get into it. So when it comes to what's working now in this new coronavirus environment, online events are hands down the best method for attracting new clients. And there are four main reasons why. Number one is time. In this day and age, people have very little time to discern what they want to actually know. They're bombarded on the online world from tweets, Facebook notification, SMS, email messages, and all that stuff. So the hardest thing to get these days is people's time. Time is also known as attention. If you don't have someone's attention, then you've got nothing at all. You could have the world's best email or the world's best video or presentation, but if you don't even have a few seconds or a few minutes or potentially even a few hours of their time and attention, then you can't build a relationship at all. And relationships are the backbone of any good marketing plan. So doing webinars or something like that are great, especially when they're live. But even better than that is getting a bunch of people in a live Zoom room now because you have you you now have control over their attention. I don't mean control in like some kind of cult-like way, but if you're just playing a video, if you're just doing a social media post or something like that, people don't have to pay attention because they feel they can always watch it later. But because they can always watch it later, they never do. But when it's a Zoom that's happening live right now, it's more exciting and I'm more likely to show up because I know that if I don't show up, then there aren't um, another time, there aren't other opportunities to watch this. It's just a human nature thing. People take the path of least resistance. So the great beauty about having an online event, it's a set day and time. You know, we're having this event at Tuesday, 6 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. That's it. There's no recordings. By the way, on a side tangent, I wouldn't be sending out any recordings. Just having a look at the statistics for recordings, I wouldn't let people know up front that a recording is happening, even if you're doing one. The reason that is, is because 95% of people who register for the event and don't show up, they won't even watch the recording. So it almost means that you shouldn't even bother doing one. So the second biggest reason why online events are crushing it right now is because of trust. You've always heard me talk about relationships. Well, if you've listened to me long enough in this podcast or other things that I do, I'll talk about relationships because the goal of marketing is to build relationships with people until they buy. Build relationships with people until they buy. The fastest way to gain trust right now is by holding a live Zoom event. 
not a recorded 60-minute webinar, not a five-minute video, not by sending them oodles and oodles of emails, not by following them around with different YouTube ads or anything like that, but it's by gaining trust by doing a live Zoom event. Just think about it. If you had never met a person before like Jennifer Jacobson, you might be thinking right now, champ, who's Jennifer Jacobson? Exactly. So if you've never met Jennifer before, but you read three of her emails or you read 25 minutes of pod, not podcast because you can't read a podcast, but 25 minutes of blog posts from her, what would build a relationship more? Those 25 minutes of reading her podcast or seeing her at a live Zoom event for like five minutes? For most people, it would be the five minutes. So the thing about an online Zoom event, it gains these two types of trust. Number one is personal trust. Because now I can see what you're really like as a person. I trust you. You know, you're a good bloke or that's an Aussie saying, by the way. You're a good bloke or good guy or gal. You're trustworthy. Just imagine you're trying to go on a a dating site or you're trying to find your ideal partner, which is a form of relationship, obviously. You could have a whole entire profile that you're reading of theirs. But if you don't see their face, if you can't talk to them one-on-one, you can pick up more of a a good vibe on whether or not you trust this person personally by meeting them for like one minute than you can from hours and hours of reading their profile. So trust is two things. Number one, personal trust. And number two, professional trust. Because I may like you as a person, but I may not trust you to take my heart out because you're not a heart surgeon. Or I may not trust you as a relationship coach because I'm not sure of your experience there. So out of both of those trusts, professional trust and personal trust, which one do you think is more important? Is it more important that they like you as a person or that they trust you as a professional? The answer is professional trust. It's more important than personal trust. It's very hard to display professional trust unless people see you in the flesh. So when you do a live Zoom event, your audience can pick up subtle nuances like the way you behave or the expressions on your face, how you reacted to a question or something like that. And that makes them trust you a lot quicker because a lot of people believe that they have an internal BS detector, which they do. They have an internal BS detector and they're just used to detecting BS throughout their whole lives. But how do they do that? It's not by reading emails. It's by actually looking at you while you're speaking live. Not something that's rehearsed, but something that's live. So when it comes to learning how to sell coaching, whether it's a product, a service, a course, or anything like that, people will trust you as a professional by seeing you on video live uh, because they are a lot more likely to believe that this is true, not something made up. So this is where we're at right now. Online events are the most lucrative marketing method right now. The reason that is, is time. People's attention spans are just getting shorter and shorter. Trust, people don't know who who to trust and the way they figure out who to trust is by looking at live events. But the great thing about a live event, you should be educating people. Educating people will build that professional trust. Because when I speak to you and teach you something and now you know more than you did five minutes ago, In your mind, I'm now positioned higher as an expert, positioned higher as a credible figure and authority, if you will, in that subject. The third biggest reason why online events are working so well right now is technology. So never before in the history of the world has there been such a rise in video communication. So do you realize Zoom was around a long, long time ago? It was around a long time ago, but just it took the pandemic to really put it on the map, so to speak. So now jumping on a Zoom is almost second nature. It, in some ways, it's easier to do than jump on a phone call 
Like as an example, we have a bunch of course advisors that talk to our students about which course will be a match for them at Authentic Education, which is a company I run. And we give people the option, either A, do you want to jump on the phone, which a lot of people are used to, obviously, or B, do you want to jump on a Zoom call? And right now, since we launched it, 100% of people have been selecting Zoom. 100% of people have been selecting Zoom. Why? Because it's just a greater connection for people. It's as close to the real thing as we can possibly get. So the third biggest thing here is technology. We are now sitting, I wouldn't say at the start of the wave, but just after the start of the wave of Zoom. Just like there was a wave for the internet, before that there was a wave for TV, before that there was a wave for radio. Now is the best time to jump on this Zoom wave and get um Get a whole bunch of improvement in your skills of running Zoom events that help attract clients. Number four, by the way, there are five different reasons. Number four is it's hard to do. So while this may look difficult to do a presentation, and in, in some ways it actually is, I think that's a good thing. The reason why it's a good thing is because that will be your competitive advantage. So if it's really easy for you to do something, like it's easy for you to create a click funnel landing page or it's easy for you to send out an email. But guess what? Your competition can do the exact same thing. Even worse, they can just copy and paste that email that you ran or copy and paste all of the text that's on your landing page or your website. So now it's hard to differentiate yourself from your competitors. It's hard to have that USP, that unique selling point. So the fact that it's hard to do is a good thing. And also... We always talk about if you ever watched Shark Tank or Dragon's Den or any of those shows, all of those investors, they always want to know what's your patent? Do you have a trademark on this or something? The great thing about running an online event is people are by, by and large buying you. They're buying you as the presenter. But you as the presenter are unique. You've got a unique face. You've got a unique voice. You've got a unique message. So by you presenting it, automatically you've got a trademark automatically you've got a patent. No one can really copy you. No one can really copy Cham Tang and my voice and my stories and my face and my message and how I match it to my product or service. So the fact that presentations are difficult to do is a thing I enjoy because if it was easy, there would be all this competition and it wouldn't be worth doing at all. If everyone's doing it, that's not a good thing. Number five, the great thing about doing online events and presentations is it's fun. It's challenging. It's exciting. You grow as a person. If you like personal development, if you like learning, if you like growth, if you like expressing yourself, then public speaking, if you will, or running online events, doing presentations is going to be an awesome, awesome side benefit. There's not that many things in business. There's not that many things in marketing that have a direct correlation to building who you are as a person, building your character. And I find all of the communication skills and the personal growth and removing all the limiting beliefs that you need to go through in order to run an excellent live presentation or excellent online event is a very, very beneficial secondary benefit. And in some ways, from some of our students, one of the primary reasons that they love to do online events. So that's the five reasons why you should do online events. But what do you actually do? So what you need to do is if you think about your ideal client, we always start with the person. What is the top of mind question that they've got right now? So as an example, if you are a relationship coach and you help women feel more empowered, then what do you think your ideal client, let's call her Jenny, what do you think Jenny is walking around thinking? What do you think her biggest problem is that she goes tonight thinking about or wakes up in the morning with? 
What do you think she's typing in to Google? She might be typing in how to find the love of my life. Or she might be typing in something like, is love possible for me? So you take that problem or you take that pleasurable goal that your ideal client is looking for, and then you turn it into an online event. So you take whatever the problem or pleasurable goal people are looking for, and you take it and you turn it into an online event. So in this example, I might call it five ways to find love in the COVID era. That, that could be the name of the event. What you don't do, and a lot of the common mistakes I feel that people make is they are so wrapped up in their own methodology or solution or modality, and they call it that. So what you don't do is call it something like change your self-esteem and find love because you're so focused on the solution of self-esteem. The problem with that is it violates that rule that I mentioned earlier. Your ideal client isn't walking around thinking, how can I improve my self-esteem? That's not happening at all. As an example, I did a one-on-one session with a lady the other day, and she was helping people improve their financial situation. And she called it something like how to be a cash flow queen. The problem with that is people aren't walking around thinking, how do I become a cash flow queen? They're walking around thinking, how can I organize my finances? So a better name is something like DIY financial planning. So you put together an online event. Then during the event, you introduce yourself. You teach a maximum of three things. Unless you really know what you're doing in your advance, you have three key things and the whole event goes for 60 minutes. So you have three key things. Those three key points might take about 30 minutes. So 10 minutes to introduce yourself, then 30 minutes to talk about the three key things, then 10 minutes to talk about, you know, frequently asked questions. Maybe you might take some question time. And then the last 10 minutes, you'll have your call to action. Your call to action, which you've now earned the right to ask for a next step because you've given so much. You've also displayed whether or not your products or services are a match for the person who's attending the the online Zoom event. Um, Now you can say something like this. There's so much that I would love to share with you. And obviously these things aren't for everyone. To see if it's a match for you, um, I've got a next step, you know, a product or a service that goes into more detail or implements the things that I've just talked about, implements those three key points. If you would like to find out more about that, to see if it's a match for you, I've got this strategy session. Here's a booking link where you can book time one-on-one with me. Or here's my product or service. Here's what it costs. Here's the link to go and purchase that thing. So here is what's happening in this 60-minute Zoom event. You're building a relationship with people. You're educating them, which therefore builds professional trust. And then you're saying, this isn't for everybody, which your product and service isn't for everyone. But it is for you if you're this type of person. Here's what I've got to offer. I want to make sure it's a match for you. So jump on this strategy call. Or if it's a match for you, then here's where you can purchase. And that is working loads better. This is a high-level overview, obviously, but that is working loads better than anything else that we've tried. And there are plenty of things that we tried from different product launches and emails and you know, even to a degree doing, po- doing podcasts. It's a lot better than podcasts because you can't really see me when you're doing a podcast. Now, I realize this is high-level theory, but I hope it narrows it down. If you want to see this in action, the best way to see a live Zoom event in action surprise, surprise, is by attending a live Zoom event. So my business partner, Benjamin J. Harvey, is a a real expert when it comes to communicating through Zoom. 
and also selling through um, online events, selling products and services that are a match for people. So that's why we created an upcoming live Zoom called How to Attract Clients with Online Events. Surprise, surprise, the exact same name of this, this podcast episode. If you want to see him in action on how to deliver an online Zoom event so you can get some tips, and also if you want to learn more details of how to do it because he's going to break down the structure, the 14 pillars of a world-class presentation. He's also going to talk about the marketing system we use to fill the room, and he's also going to talk about your package or your product. The problem is a lot of people are failing not because of their marketing, not because of their presentation, but they're failing because the product isn't very good. So if you think about Steve Jobs, one of the reasons Apple was so successful, it's not just because of the marketing. Sure, the marketing was brilliant. Steve Jobs was a great presenter, which is the equivalent of an online Zoom event. Um, he was a great presenter, but the product was really good. It sold itself in a way. And a lot of people haven't spent enough time dissecting how to create a product that sells itself. So we'll also be um, going through that during the program. If you want to learn more at this free one-day event, go to authentic.com.au forward slash clients six. That's www.authentic.com.au forward slash clients six. It's a full day event. It's free. It's not a pitch fest. If you've ever been to our events, it's like 90% value and then it's 10% of the time, just like I mentioned then. If this is a match for you, here's another course that you could um, purchase if you wanted to, just to be totally upfront. The same way that we teach our clients is the exact same thing we do. We use the freemium model, which is 90% free and 10% premium. There's an offer for premium if people want to take it. Uh, by the way, who it's for, this particular event, it's for coaches, consultants, health professionals. It's for people who want to create a successful knowledge-based business, like if you want to do courses or online membership programs. And number three, it's for people who want to grow an existing brand or business. So it doesn't matter what type of business you've got. If you sell products, if you sell women's clothes, courses, services, then online events can help you. Um, that's pretty much it. So what I would suggest is focus on just one thing. If I could start a business from scratch in this environment and I only had one major marketing method, I would be using online events. And I would use all my other skills, such as Facebook ads, um, etc. And I would market this online event using those marketing methods, such as Facebook ads. I would create a meetup group, um, which is essentially free. I think it's like $30 a month or something like that. I would put that same event, like that event I was going to have on Tuesday, June 26th from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. I would put that same event on Facebook events, um, meetup, Eventbrite. I would do paid ads once I figured out it was working well. I would send it out to my email list, my social media list. I would SMS them, all of those different things to, to get people to that online Zoom event, to deliver them loads of value, to build a relationship until a select few people were ready to buy. And the ones that didn't buy, they got a whole bunch of value and they sat through a commercial break. And I think that's an extremely fair exchange. And that would be the main thing I would focus on as the core of my marketing funnel. It's the marketing mistake of the month. So in the last few months, we had a big online event and we did about $60,000 in Facebook ads. So that means we tested across a range of Facebook audiences and also a range of different types of ads that we ran. But the mistake was when we went to look at the data, we couldn't really tell the difference between what ads were working with what particular audiences. 
That's because the tracking code in the Facebook ad, it only had the audience. It didn't have both the ad and the audience. So I know this can be quite advanced for a lot of people listening, but the main takeaway from this is if you don't track, you don't improve. I'll say that again because you might want to write it down. If you don't track, you don't improve. So it doesn't matter what type of marketing you're doing, whether or not you're spending $60,000 on Facebook ads or whether or not you've just done a podcast interview or you sent out an email or an SMS or something. If you can't track where that marketing call to action came from, if you can't track where people clicked something from, where they bought something from, then you can't improve it. And that's a big problem because if you spent $10,000 on Facebook, $5,000 on Google, and then you went and did like a podcast interview and maybe you had some sales that came from that. If you don't know where they came from and all you know at the end of the month is you got some sales, then what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to spend more money or less money on Facebook? More or less on Google Ads? Are you supposed to do more podcast interviews or less? And what I find when I work with business owners and they actually start to track where their results are coming from, they're quite surprised. Like it's, it's never exactly as they thought. It's always, wow, I didn't realize that was so good. Or I didn't realize that was so bad. What I've been doing all my time, wasting my time with this. So that's the mistake of the month. And just remember, if you don't track something, you don't improve it. It's the mindset quote of the month. So the mindset quote of the month is live your life in daytight compartments. Now, what does that mean? A lot of people, we're very busy thinking of the future or sometimes we're trapped in the past or what we could have done. But instead of doing that, not only do we feel less joy and less happiness and more stress from thinking of the future or the past. I mean, Eckhart Tolle from The Power of Now is all about that. But we're also less effective. So if you can live your life in daytight compartments and pretend that all that exists is today. I'm not saying you know go out and withdraw the money from your bank account because all that exists is today. But plan for the future for sure. But 99% of your time throughout the day is just spent on today, enjoying today, enjoying the task at hand. Because if you can't enjoy the task at hand now, when the tasks come tomorrow or the day after, then you're not going to be able to enjoy those either because happiness is more of a habit than anything else. And if we're not practicing that habit today, it's not going to magically show up in one month's time or one year's time. So live your life in daytight compartments. And that's a quote by Dale Carnegie. Interesting thing about Dale Carnegie, he wrote the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. People have heard that word Carnegie before because they may have heard of the very famous Carnegie Hall, which is in America. And Carnegie Hall is spelled C-A-R-N-E-G-I-E. But Dale Carnegie was born a different type of Carnegie. It was C-A-R-N-A-G-E-Y. And it wasn't until Dale Carnegie spoke at Dale at Carnegie Hall, um, named after Andrew Carnegie, it wasn't after Dale Carnegie spoke at um, Carnegie Hall that he decided to change the spelling of his last name to match Carnegie Hall from a marketing point of view. So I think that's quite interesting and something else to learn <laughs> from Mr. Dale Carnegie. He has zero relationship with the steel magnate called Andrew Carnegie who built Carnegie Hall. So the main takeaways from today are in this day and age, the best marketing method is to attract people with online events. Why? Because of the time you have your client's attention. Trust, you can gain trust a lot faster and then people can decide a lot quicker whether or not you're a match for them. 
technology because of the rise and the wave of Zoom. The fact that it's hard to do is a competitive advantage and it's fun. It's the best personal development in action that I've ever seen. If you want to learn more, go to authentic.com.au forward slash clients six to find out more about the one day free online Zoom event, how to attract clients with online events. We also talked about the mistake of the month. If you don't track something, you don't improve it. And until we meet again, just remember, live your life in day-tight compartments. And oh yes, I did forget one thing. I would appreciate if you love this particular podcast, uh, go ahead and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to it. And do me a favor and review it if you can, please, at authentic.com.au forward slash podcast review. If you're not sure how to leave a review, I've got some instructions there on authentic.com.au forward slash podcast review, and I would appreciate that. Um, Also, make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss out because we drop this episode on the first Tuesday of the month. Um, That's Sydney time, the first Tuesday of the month, Sydney time, which is generally before American time if you're listening from there. And um, by the way, I do know American time is not a actual thing. It's it's like Eastern Pacific or, or something like that. So until we meet again, just remember, live your life in day tight compartments. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Marketing Made Easy with Cham Tang. Cham is a marketing and client attraction expert. He shows people how to get a 500% return on every marketing dollar they spend, even if they're starting from scratch. With over 12 years experience in the business and personal development industry, Cham is a certified Facebook professional and has worked with Anthony Robbins, Dr. John Demartini and thousands of small businesses. Cham Tang is the head of marketing and co-founded Authentic Education in 2019 with Benjamin J. Harvey. The Huffington Post described it as Australia's leading training company in helping people do what they love. He has appeared in the media on SBS Insights, Sydney Morning Herald, ABC Radio and on news.com.au. With his dynamic and no BS presenting style, he is passionate about helping people attract more prospects, sell meaningful products and services and get rewarded for it. To stay up to date with the latest trends and inspiring tips, follow Cham on Facebook, Instagram or YouTube at Cham Tang Official.